more out of life. Go out to a movie. A group of camp counselors are stalked and murdered by an unknown assailant while trying to reopen a summer camp where years before it was the site of a child's drowning and a grisly double murder. This is Friday the 13th. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Boomstick Video Club podcast. This is Mike, and I'm by myself today. I don't have any guests or friends. I'm all by myself because everybody's freaking quarantined. So this is a solo episode today. Um, Today I'm excited, though. I'm talking about Friday the 13th, the original Friday the 13th, which is one of the pioneers of the slasher genre. I know a lot of people may disagree with that, but honestly, you can't have the slasher genre without Friday the 13th, and we're going to talk all about it. So the very first time I saw this movie was back in 1998, and I was watching TNT's Monster Vision, hosted by the famous Joe Bob Briggs. If you guys don't know who Joe Bob is, he is definitely worth your time. Definitely check him out. He has a TV show on Shudder right now. He is, he's hilarious. He's Probably one of my favorite horror hosts. And uh, Monster Vision was on in the 90s, and he did an all night marathon of every single Friday the 13th movie. And I just so happened to catch it. See, this is what my parents get for giving me a TV and having cable in my own bedroom. It's their fault that I was watching slasher movies in my room. It's not my fault. So like I said before, this is definitely one of the pioneers of the slasher genre. Uh, My personal timeline of how the slasher genre was really created, it all starts with Bob Clark's Black Christmas. That movie birthed the slasher genre. And then John Carpenter's Halloween came along. And that really gave the slasher genre its legs. And it really took off. But then Friday the 13th came along, and the rest is pretty much history. Jason Voorhees is the reason why the slasher genre became so huge in the 1980s. And then it kind of faded away in the 90s, of course, because everybody got sick of it. There were so many of them, and pretty much 90% of the entire Friday the 13th franchise was made in the freaking 1980s. And <laughs> everybody everybody couldn't get enough of slasher flicks in the 80s. I don't know what it was. All right, sorry about that. I kind of got way off track. Um, let's talk about the plot of this movie, because nobody knows what this movie is about. Um, here we have a group of camp counselors. They are restarting Camp Crystal Lake. And the problem is, this camp has a very dark history, because 
in a previous year, I can't remember if, if it was several years ago or just the year before, I can't remember. Anyway, there was an incident at this campground where a young boy by the name of Jason, he was pushed into the lake and he drowned. He died. And there were two camp counselors that were supposed to be watching him and they were too busy having sex. And that's a major no-no in a slasher movie, as I'm sure you all know. And right after Jason was mur- Jason was killed, um, these two camp counselors were also murdered. So it was a big mess, and they closed down the camp, and now, being the smart people that they are, they want to reopen it. Which, you know... Probably not a good idea. And this whole story is established pretty early into the movie. Um, There's a young girl. She's on her way to Camp Crystal Lake. And she is being told this story by the truck driver. And uh, it's it's so classic because there's this kooky character. I think his name is Crazy Ralph. I think that's his name. Anyway, he is the cliche character that's always like, you better not go over there. You better stay out of there. I warned you. (laughs) That's not really what he sounded like, but he was saying things like, stay out of there. You're all doomed. You're all doomed. That kind of thing. And it's really stupid and so cliche, but at the same time, Crazy Ralph he has such a place in uh, horror movie fans' hearts. I have seen people dress up like Crazy Ralph at uh, conventions. He's a pretty popular character just because he's the psycho superstitious guy that warns all the kids about, you know, stay out of that place and nobody listens to him. So everybody loves Crazy Ralph. Damn it, Ralph, get out of here. Go on, get. Leave people alone. You'll never come back again. Oh, shut up, Ralph. It's got a death curse. It's got a death curse. See, I sound just like him. All right, so basically all of the camp counselors, they're all together, and they have no cares whatsoever. They're having a good old time. And honestly, this is where the movie kind of falls short for me because there is so much useless filler in this movie. That is why a lot of people, like myself, don't really care for this first chapter. Um, It's not the fact that Jason really isn't in the movie, it's just the fact that it kind of gets boring. Um, I actually like the fact that Jason isn't the killer, and it kind of throws people off when they first watch this movie. It's like, Wait a minute, I thought Jason was the killer in this movie. Uh Uh-uh, not the first one. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of filler in the movie, but if you can get past that, keep going, because the finale of the film is freaking amazing. Eventually, the killings really start picking up, and they definitely ripped off Halloween and Black Christmas because they overused the uh, first-person camera so much in this movie. Um, you only get um, the killer's point of view shot. You you don't see who the killer is, obviously, because that's the big reveal at the end. But they use the point of view shot so much in this movie, they kind of go overkill with it. Um, it's still really fun, though. Uh, the special effects were done by the famous Tom Savini. And honestly, 
This is some of his best work. I really, really believe that um, this is some of Tom Savini's early work, but it's really, really well done. And actually, they had to cut out a lot of Tom Savini's work in the original cut of this movie because it looked so real. And um, the, um, the rating system was going to slap them with an X rating if they didn't cut down the violence because Tom Savini's special effects looked so good. Um, if you ever want to um, uh, watch a horror movie in the 80s, um, pay attention to the special effects. And if they're really, really well done, nine times out of ten, Tom Savini did it. <laughs> He was all over the place in the 80s. Of course, he still is. He's one of the most famous faces of the horror genre in general. But holy crap, man. He did so much work. And he did spectacular work back then. It was just incredible. But yeah, he did some really, really good effects in this movie. Um, specifically, I'm thinking of when Kevin Bacon gets a spear through the neck that looks incredibly lifelike and really well done. So yeah, props to Tom Savini. Um, Alright, let's just skip to the end. How about it? Uh, <laughs> the killings keep on going and they keep on going. And then finally, we are left with one final girl. I believe her name is Alice, but who really cares? Uh, <laughs> um, so we have one final girl left and... She's like, everybody's dead, and then a car pulls up into the campground, and it's this, it's this blonde, older lady, and we're like, the audience is like, who the heck is this lady? She hasn't been present at all throughout the whole movie, so that was kind of, that was kind of weird, because like, who's this random lady that just drives up? So uh, Alice runs over to her, and she's like, they're all dead, they're all dead, and she's like as calm as a cucumber she's like well i'm not afraid i'm not afraid young lady <laughs> yeah. so immediately the audience is like okay here we go here here we go <laughs> so yeah it's revealed that this blonde lady is none other than jason Voorhees' mother and as soon as she says that everybody's like okay yep she's the killer and then uh, she's telling the story all over again about how Jason wasn't a good swimmer and those two counselors weren't paying any attention. They were too busy making love. <laughs> Don't have sex in a slasher movie. I thought we covered this. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about probably the creepiest scene in the entire movie. It's when the final girl runs away. But Mrs. Voorhees, she stays behind and just watches her run away. And then she starts talking to herself. It's very clear how messed up Mrs. Voorhees really is. It's almost like she has a split personality very similar to Norman Bates. Because she starts talking in her son's voice. She starts whispering to herself, Kill her, Mommy! Killer. And this, of course, is the birth of Jason's famous noise that he always makes throughout the entire Friday the 13th franchise. He always goes, which is basically short for killer mommy killer. Um, so yeah, that's where that all started. It's when 
Pamela Voorhees was talking to herself in Jason's voice saying, Kill her, Mommy! Kill her! Pretty cool. Alright, so anyway, Mrs. Voorhees and the final girl, they get into a big brawl. They start fighting each other, and uh, Mrs. Voorhees, um, she is slapping this chick across the face over and over and over again, and I think that's honestly kind of dumb, because um, uh, Mrs. Voorhees spent the entire movie um, slashing all of these teenagers' throats, uh, with a knife and uh, putting a spear through Kevin Bacon, and um, now she's resorting to uh, slapping this girl across the face. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the the fight goes on for a pretty long time, but then finally, um, Alice gets the upper hand on uh, Mrs. Voorhees, grabs a machete, and chops her head clean off. Mrs. Voorhees' head gets chopped right off. Uh, another really good special effect by Tom Savini. Um, so yeah, that is that's the end, right? Everything's hunky dory. Everybody's safe and sound. Um, but yeah, uh, Alice goes out for some reason. She um, she takes captive in a canoe. Uh, she just uh, jumps in this boat and just like paddles out into the middle of the lake for whatever reason. I have no idea why. It's been a long time. I should, probably should have rewatched this movie. Um, before I did the podcast, just to refresh my memory, but I watched it a couple months ago, so I think I'm okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, she, um, the movie seems like it's coming to an end, and, uh, she's just out on this boat in the middle of the lake, and then the sun starts to come up. It must have lasted all night. This battle must have lasted the entire night. The sun starts to come up, and then the cops show up, so this is definitely the end of the movie, of course. The music is very soft, and it's really pretty. And then, all of a sudden, little Jason Voorhees pops out of the water and pulls Alice into the lake. And, okay, first time I saw this, it was not edited on TV. They showed this scene, and it was horrifying. It is the scariest scene in... It's probably one of the scariest scenes in any movie that I've ever seen. Up until this point, this movie was not scary. It was just fun. It was just a fun slasher movie. But this scene at the very end is horrifying and so effective because everybody and their mom thinks that... thought that the movie was over. And that's exactly what they wanted you to think. And they did it very, very well. It was very effective. This is, I'm not a really big fan of jump scares, but this is one that was really, really well done. It's probably the best jump scare of all time. So good, man. Um, so yeah, Jason pulls her into the lake, and then, all of a sudden, the final girl wakes up in a freaking hospital, and she's like, wait, 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 what happened? Where's the boy? And the cops are like, what are you talking about? What boy? The boy, Jason. And then the cop's like, I don't know what you're talking about, young lady, but there was no boy out there in the lake with you. And she's like, he must be still out there. Dun, dun, dun. And that's pretty much how the movie ends. And honestly, I think they should have ended the movie 
right when Jason pulled her into the lake? Why didn't they end the movie right there? But I think the reason why they added that extra scene at the end is just so they could create a sequel. You, it kind of, because that ending scene with her in the hospital, that pretty much sets it up for another one. So I can pretty much imagine that's the reason why. So there you have it, guys. That is Friday the 13th. Now let's talk about a few, a few minor things that I also love about the movie. Uh, let's talk about the music. Um, I have, I have uh, four Friday the 13th movies on soundtrack, on vinyl, put out by Waxwork Records. Um, I love the cliche slasher music um, that was made for all of these movies. A lot of the music sounds exactly the same. They change it up every once in a while, but... I, I just love the music for Friday the 13th. It's pretty much a ripoff of the Psycho music from 1960. It sounds very similar to Alfred Hitchcock's uh, Psycho theme song. Um, however, it just freaking works. Alright, so what's the best part of the original Friday the 13th? Honestly, the best thing about this movie is Betsy Palmer playing Mrs. Voorhees. She is incredible in this movie. She's honestly the mother of the slasher genre. She was a very unexpected final killer in the movie. However, she was perfect. She was perfect for this role. And I love the actress that plays Mrs. Voorhees. She is so kind-hearted. And um, she always talks about the fact that how she... Never thought that this movie would get her anywhere. She never thought that this movie would lead to anything whatsoever. And it honestly became one of the best slasher movies of all time. Or I shouldn't say the best. I should say the most well-known slasher movies of all time. And she is one of the most known faces in the horror genre. So... She was incredible in this movie. I gotta give my props to her. And honestly, I think that's about it. I really don't have anything else to say about the original Friday the 13th. I really wanted to put this episode out on Friday the 13th, um, but it just didn't work out that way. Um, life's just been really crazy, and I'm sure it's been crazy for everybody out there. Um, everybody's really worried about money and worried about just everything, everything in general. Life's, life's weird. Life is really weird right now. Um, and I just want you guys to know <clears throat> how much I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. I really, really appreciate all of you. Um, I'm having a blast, man. I, I've never had a podcast before, so <laughs> this is a lot of fun for me. Um... Thanks so much for um, bearing with us as we really get this thing started. I know this is only the fourth episode, and this is kind of a, a mini episode, but I still really appreciate all of you guys listening. I really do. Um, so, how's everybody doing? I'm just killing time at this point. Uh, you guys doing okay? Everybody, you know, dealing with the coronavirus in their own way? Keeping sane and all that stuff? What movies are you guys watching? Uh, drop us a line on our Facebook page or Instagram. You guys watching anything good? Um, 
I know there's a lot of crap on Netflix right now, like Tiger King and all that junk. Um, but yeah, uh, please uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Um, that's our main goal. We just want to get the word out about Boomstick Video. We want uh, people to enjoy it. We want people to engage with our content. So yeah, follow us on uh, Boomstick Video on everything. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Um, so yeah, check us out on there. Um, once again, thank you guys so much for all your support and love. We appreciate you all. Um, big shout out to Dave Clements for being our producer and putting this out into the winter, the winter webs. That's not how you say that word. Uh, the interwebs. Uh, thanks for putting it out there, Dave, so that we can get this, uh, this show into your ear holes. Thank you so much to Steve Arthur for doing our theme song. And thank you to you, the listener. Okay. I'm really, really rambling now, so I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much. Be kind, rewind or die.